Our scripture lesson today is John chapter 2, verses 13 through 22. The Passover was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. The religious leaders then said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The religious leaders then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. These are our sacred stories. Thanks be to God. I need angry Jesus this week. I need angry Jesus flipping over the tables. I need angry Jesus with his whip driving out injustice. I need angry Jesus to inspire me to flip the tables of oppression in our time, to inspire me to call out and chase out injustice. I need angry Jesus. I need angry Jesus because Jesus, I'm angry too. There were fewer than 24 hours between the Houston Chronicles reporting that we are the first city in the United States to record every major variant of the novel coronavirus and Greg Abbott's announcement of the coming end to our statewide mask mandate, mandate and that all businesses will open fully next Wednesday. More people will get sick because of this. More people will die. I need angry Jesus because Jesus, I'm angry too. We know from our scientists and health professionals that wearing a mask is vital to helping to prevent the spread of COVID. More than 44,000 Texans have died from the pandemic already and more than 2.66 million have been infected. Yes, there has been a slight reduction in the number of cases recently, but lifting safety measures now will jeopardize recovery efforts and will result in more cases and in more deaths. Our health experts are saying as clearly as possible that now is not the time to relax our vital safeguards. I need angry Jesus because I'm angry too. We've all just experienced another preventable disaster. The winter storm that brought freezing temperatures to our state did not cause the power to fail and the water to stop flowing. It was not the winter storm, but the lack of preparation and an unwillingness to put people's lives over profit that brought so much damage, destruction, death, and devastation. Low-income areas 
as they so often are, were hit hardest during the storm due to failing infrastructures and a lack of resources. Many Texans are still without running water. We were frozen by greed. Profit and deregulation have been placed above care for people and it must stop. I'm angry too. I'm angry too, Jesus, angry that these decisions will be dire for the health and well-being of people in our state, especially people of color, the poor, and our most vulnerable neighbors, the very ones Jesus commanded us to care for. In this morning's lection from John, we read, The Passover was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. Jesus is angry. So angry that he makes a whip. So angry that he drives people out of the temple, people and sheep and cattle. So angry that he spills the coins of the money changers. So angry that he overturns the tables of those buying and selling. So angry that he shouts. Jesus is angry. But his anger is not the end of the story. For John, Jesus's anger is the beginning. This story of Jesus turning over the tables in outrage is Jesus's second public act. The first in the Gospel of John being Jesus's miracle, turning water into wine at the wedding at Cana. From turning water into wine, to turning over tables, Jesus' public ministry is now in full swing. Jesus' anger is the beginning, the catalyst, the catapult to Jesus' years of mission and ministry, justice and care, healing and hope spreading. For John's telling of the story of Jesus, it's Jesus' anger that propels him forward. This table and system turning story is not only in the Gospel of John, it's in each of the Synoptic Gospels as well. But in the Synoptic Gospels, it's situated at the end, on the Monday of the last week of Jesus' life. In the Synoptic Gospels, Jesus' public expression of anger is the beginning of the end. It's not just the location that's different in the Synoptic Gospels as compared with the Gospel of John. In Matthew, Mark, and in Luke, after using the whip and turning over tables, Jesus quotes from his religious tradition. Jesus echoes the prophets shouting, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you're making it a den of robbers. 
You see, at the temple, you offer sacrifices to God and you pay your tithes. And under Roman occupation, in addition to these acts of worship, you also paid your taxes to Rome at the temple. They were selling doves for sacrifice. They were changing money to the currency needing to pay, needed to pay tithes and taxes. But that's not all that's going on. Jesus accuses the religious leaders of stealing. In Mark and in Luke, Jesus says they're taking from the poor and the widows. The religious authorities were not simply changing money for tithes and taxes, not simply allowing animals to be sold for sacrifice. They were propping up an unjust system. They were taking a cut. They were lining their own pockets. And so in Matthew <clears throat> And so in Matthew and Mark and Luke Jesus says God's house is to be a house of prayer but you have made it a safe house for oppression and injustice and this will not stand. Jesus is in a long line of prophets. And Amos God says the prophet says through God's voice, I hate, I despise your festivals. I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the melody of your harps, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. And in Isaiah, we read, I will hide my eyes from you, even though you make many prayers. I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Remove the evil of your doing from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. These are two examples from the First Testament. My friends, I could quote all day from the First Testament of similar pleadings from God to do justice, to love mercy. The Bible is clear. Ritual and worship are meant to empower justice. God doesn't want worship without justice. And so Jesus' demonstration in Matthew and Mark and Luke is a critique, not only of occupying oppression, but also of religious collaboration with that oppression. In Jesus' day, religious leaders colluded with Roman imperial control. And Jesus, with the words of the prophets ringing in his ears, comes into the temple and brings it to a halt. There's nothing wrong with prayer and sacrifice. They're commanded in Torah. That's not the problem. The religious leaders have turned the house of God into a hideout for their injustice. They're using the house of God, of refuge, not to protect those who are oppressed, but to protect themselves. This is not what God wants. God wants justice love and mercy. 
Jesus is angry at the oppression and the injustice. He is angry at the religious leaders who united themselves with the oppressors and protected injustice rather than protecting those being abused. There is much to be angry about in these days. Lies and injustice, oppression, and the devaluing of life. We are angry too, Jesus. We have our own holy outrage. We know something of religious collaboration with an oppressive empire and the anger this collusion causes. But in John, there's something more. In John, Jesus, whip in hand, tables toppled, shouts, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. Jesus was a Jew. The heart of Judaism, just as the heart of Christianity, is the care of the widow, the orphan, the oppressed, the neighbor. It seems to me that Jesus is saying, shouting, that care has been replaced by market. Religious practice has been turned into transaction. Love has been taken over by exchange. Jesus is saying, stop making God's realm a marketplace, a place of transaction without regulation, a place where greed is given priority over compassion. The organization that should be built on care and justice has become a hiding ground for robbers and a marketplace for profit over the care of people. We surely know something about this. And so I need angry Jesus. There are tables that I need to help topple. There are organizations that should be devoted to care that have become marketplaces. I need angry Jesus and I need my anger and I need your anger because anger will propel us forward. It will compel us to change. It will demand of us that the systems of oppression and injustice be overturned. A friend of mine from college recently published the following quote on his Facebook feed. God forgive me for the times I desired a seat at a table that you would have flipped As I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and saw this, I had to just stop a minute. God forgive me for the times I desired a seat at a table you would have flipped. How often am I clamoring for a seat at a table that Jesus would have toppled, chasing after an accomplishment that has nothing to do with justice? playing my part in the marketplace instead of putting my money where my morals are. Hmm. One real-time way to live into this might be to focus our patron on the stores that are still requiring masks. And in so doing, we would care for employees and for the people there. One way is to keep wearing our masks, regardless of what the governor says. Not just for ourselves, but for everyone. 
I need angry Jesus because he inspires me to consider my own collaboration with systems of injustice. He inspires me to repent for longing for a seat at a table that he would have turned over. I need angry Jesus because he inspires me to channel my own anger into ongoing efforts toward transformation. It's a communion Sunday this Sunday. You're invited to the altar. And these pandemic days, our altar stretches around the world to wherever we are. So use whatever you have for bread and wine and water. In addition to the communion that we will take together with our deacons, I also invite you to consider signing a letter to Governor Greg Abbott. It's a letter I composed. It's linked on this worship webpage. The link is to a Google document where you can put your own name if you would like. If you have trouble with the links, just email me or Jody. And so on this communion Sunday, I need angry Jesus. And the truth is I need Jesus's anger at injustice and oppression, at relationships built on exchange rather than care, not just this week, but every week. As our prayer of dedication noted, I also need Jesus's compassion, his love and his actions. And seeking to embody these attributes of the rabbi whose vision of a realm of peace continues to inspire us. We will continue to wear our masks and keep our distance. We will continue to stay at home as much as possible we will remember that freedom does not mean we get to do whatever we want in the public square. We will work to keep love and compassion ever before us. We will channel our anger into transforming the world. Amen.